One more day till Christmas. One more day till Christmas. One more day till our holiday Christmas party. Yeah, holiday party. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the break room, the daily nerdy news show that talks about everything you need to know. And today, we're talking James Gunn and what's going down at DC Films, okay? Uh, we'll also be talking a little bit uh, Renslayer in the TVA, Wookiees, old as hell, confirmed? <laughs> yeah. Confirmed. Um, uh, with me today to discuss those topics and more, we've got Brandon Barrick. Oh, hello. We've got Jessica Clemens. Oh, hello. And we've got Tommy Bechtel. Oh, <laughs> Oh, going deep, Tommy. Uh, no uh, chat redemption today. We appreciate everybody in the chat and everybody sending in super chats. If you send in um, some super chats, we'll be sure to read all those super chats by the end of the show, uh, filtering out the truly disgusting ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the only mildly disgusting ones, we'll get to those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we love those. <laughs> uh, so we're jumping right into our main discussion today. Big, big news coming out of DC Films. Uh, reports are that the upcoming Wonder Woman 3 uh, has been canceled, uh, toe-tagged, as they say in the biz. Um, <laughs> oh, is that what they say? Director Patty Jenkins, who had directed the first two films, mm-hmm. um, had created a treatment, which a treatment is like a stage in screenwriting that is before the full script, yeah. but it's like maybe a 10-page outline yeah. of what the movie is going to do. It's a thorough outline. It's, yes. You've moved past just the pitch phase of the story, and you've gone into, it's basically, I think, scene by scene, yes. uh, two or three sentences on each scene. Of yeah, the act on. structure, everything like that. She turned that in uh, to Warner Brothers DC Films, and the current DC Films heads, James Gunn and Peter Safran, uh, did not like it. Now, there's been some like very late-breaking news about this that we'll get to in a moment, um, but supposedly they said, no, nope, we don't want to make this movie. Movie's kind of canceled. Weird timing, just yesterday? Or Tuesday. Tuesday, Gal Gadot had tweeted out, mm-hmm. I love so, there it is. Few years ago, it was announced he's going to play Wonder Woman. I've been so grateful for the opportunity to play such an incredible, iconic character. And more than anything, I'm grateful for you, the fans. Can't wait to share her next chapter with you. Uh, the chapter is going to be an epilogue because <laughs> James Gunn tried to do a dream shotter yesterday. God damn! Now, Don't tap. again, Don't the this this report Thank came out in the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, this was not a press release from Warner Brothers or Disney, or I'm sorry, or DC or James Gunn or anybody. I mean, Disney might have put out this press release. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it weird? Like The Rock also put out a tweet that was like, "Black Adam is officially profitable." Had to wait to say. I know we're getting into that later. No, no, I was like, so did uh, what's his name, uh, Henry Cavill. Do you think they were like all their all their reps got together and were like, tweet out how happy you are to be a part of this? Mm-hmm. Thing yeah, and so there's an interesting conversation. What we're excited to talk about, right, mm-hmm. is like. It feels like right now the future of DC is getting decided, mm-hmm. right? And and we are going to kind of explain everything we know so far and kind of using that, we are going to predict what is going to come in the future, okay? So what we know so far, there's this rumor uh, that came out yesterday that Wonder Woman 3 was scrapped, the treatment, that movie's not going to get made, probably also meaning Gal Gadot's time as Wonder Woman is over. Mm. Potentially. I mean, they could bring her back. Uh, as the character, it's just like whatever story they had put together yeah. for Wonder Woman three, they didn't like, yeah. uh, and that was always weird because it, the, over the year we've had kind of stories about this this movie, mm. and like one of them was like uh, Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins doing an interview with the reporter from like a hotel room where they're like, yeah, we're huddled together, we're putting this movie together, even though no one from DC had announced it, mm. it kind of just been like 
soft assumed after the second movie that well, it would be happening. You know, and, and I think that's really interesting because, you know, the second movie obviously was released directly to HBO Max during the pandemic. So mm -hmm. there was no real quantifiable way to judge its, you know, dollar signs reaction. Critically, received pretty poorly. Fan-wise, received very poorly, especially after how good and well-received and critically successful the first one was. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of surprised how bullish they were on getting a Wonder Woman 3 announced and out just based on the fact that like Wonder Woman 84 was generally kind of panned by everyone, including my mother, who was the most generous movie critic of all time, <laughs> was like, I didn't like that one as much as the other one, which is for her basically saying the F word to Patty Jenkins. Wow. So, and, like, and I think, oh boy. I, I'm sure there are some defenders of Wonder Woman 1984, but I think like that first trailer, I'll defend that. The trailer was sick. But, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think almost everybody was disappointed by that movie. We wanted more, again, based on the success yeah. and the quality of the first film. And it's a, I think Gal Gadot plays a great Wonder Woman. I yeah. think she's really good in that role. She's like Amazonian. I, 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 you're going to think I, con I contradicted myself when you watch Rogue Theory because I take a shot at her acting <laughs> in other movies. But I think as Wonder Woman, she is really strong as She's that really character. embraced the role. Yes. One thing you can say about the, the, the Snyderverse phase of DC films is like lead actors that really embrace their yeah. character. Jason Momoa loves playing Aquaman. We're yeah. going to come back to that. Henry Cavill really loved playing Superman. Mm -hmm. We're going to come back to that. Uh, and definitely Gal Gadot really embraced being Wonder Woman. Ben yeah. Affleck was there to be Batman. <laughs> and Ezra Miller loves being on the run. So uh, Yes, okay, well. Hey, sorry guys. It's Christmas. Uh, but So the, the report was the movie was removed from the slate. So it doesn't mean that like they gave some notes like, hey, go back to the drawing board or anything like that. Instead, they, they not only just didn't like the treatment, they were like, nope. Mm. Uh, now, it has since come out in Deadline. Uh, they are currently reporting. Uh, according to those in the know, it was Patty Jenkins, mm. the director and the person who created this treatment, who walked away after receiving notes on the treatment she submitted to the studio. Apparently, her threequel pitch had character arc problems which rivaled that of Wonder Woman 1984. Damn. Damn. Well, that's wild because that doesn't sound like it comes from Patty Jenkins' camp at all, right? This actually makes Patty Jenkins sound even worse. Yeah. Well, the I thing think, that's hard right? is like Wonder Woman '84 had the problem is there was too yes. many hands in the pot, yeah. and I the what hurts about this is like Patty's like, please, I don't want it. That wasn't what I wrote. 1984 is not what I wrote. Please let right. me try to like win you over with this, but it's like, well, it's already been done, well, and, and it's it, now in the franchise. So they also took Wonder Woman, which was a successful film was well received and was at the time the most successful of like this kind of Snyderverse movie, yes. single shot movies that was happening. Yeah. And in a, in a situation where things felt like they were in free fall, they then were like, oh, you gotta put Wonder Woman at the yeah. end of uh, Batman versus Superman and then we're immediately doing Justice League. And that totally derailed whatever arc, arc they were doing for Wonder Woman. And then they went back to 1984 and had to kind of like make it all work so this whole thing got messed up mm. after the first movie. I think this is really interesting for Patty Jenkins too because apparently her Rogue Squadron film is also like Put on ice. not uh, happening or is at the very end of priorities for like the Star Wars universe mm -hmm. right now. So it's like, I kind of feel bad for Patty Jenkins. Yeah. It's like, let her do one of these projects. Yeah. And, and hey, it should go without saying here, uh, Patty Jenkins is like box office wise, one of the all time most successful mm -hmm. female Absolutely. directors, right? And like Wonder Woman, 
was, you know, right there with Captain Marvel were like two of the most successful successful female-led, not only superhero movies, but movies period of all time. Yes. Right? Like, and that is an incredible accomplishment. She's clearly a very talented director of any gender. Um, and so like, it is weird and it's a bummer that she's had two huge projects yeah. Yeah. kind of get yeah. Canceled, trash bagged, uh, back back to back. Chatted, you mean? I'm sorry, Brandon. Well, I was just to say, and to no fault of her own, really, if it is studio intervention yeah. that's creating all these problems, or like, you have to have this, this, and this in your movie, yeah. uh, when your original pitch was probably completely and, different. And every movie that got pushed to streaming during the pandemic, yeah. Black Widow, we can name half dozen, mm. none of them were done justice by that process. Yeah. Right. You know? And I, and I think, you know, it's easy to say as, a, you know, sitting here as a straight white male, but it feels like the timing is always tough with these because we know it's very rare that they can say Wonder Woman 3 is in its current incarnation gone, but we have another female-driven project that's coming in its place. Batwoman or Batgirl is canceled, but we have this other thing coming. It's always just the kind of the crater left, and feel free to tell me if I'm full of shit on any of this. Uh, sorry, 314, please don't demonetize. Uh, <laughs> uh, the crater that's left of this project being gone is not filled by anything that like makes you hopeful for more, you know, non-straight white male-led voices for these movies. So it's like, yeah, they take away Wonder Woman and they're kind of like, it's gone. There's nothing that yeah. fills in the gap. So something probably will come along. Patty Jenkins is certainly going to direct more big movies. Gal Gadot, I don't think we're going to be losing sight of her anytime soon. I'm hoping for an Imagine sequel. Uh, and But I think, like, you know, right oh, now, it just it. kind of stings a little bit, right? It just yes. kind of is like, Cut him no. off. It, it doesn't... It's, they cut him off. Yeah. yeah. Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. Fly Ninja uh, most kind of what I said, I think, was salient. Fly Ninja uh, kind of said this in their super chat, and we'll go over the super chats later, but I... It, it does seem like I wouldn't mind if James Gunn does like another Wonder Woman and mm. we restore it and we start, we have to start fresh, you guys. Like we yeah. have to start fresh. Everything has to start fresh sometime. Even after Blade, Marvel was like, you know what? Let's start over. Let's let's do this. Let's do <laughs> let's this try again. This Iron let's Man try this Iron Man movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's try this Iron Man. You hey, gotta start. Can we Ashes tell Robert Downey Jr. out of jail? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said. They said, let's. Let's go to prison. <laughs> Let's go to prison. Wait, Mel Gibson's putting him in the city and, detective? That's well, a great team. And, and Jessica, that's a great point. This is a good moment to pivot to like, okay, so we know what's not happening. And right. that's a little bit of a bummer. Great, so what is happening? And just real quick, we're going to operate under two assumptions, mm. right? And those two foundational assumptions are Warner Brothers needs money. Yes. Obviously, all companies, all studios need money. Capitalism. They, they especially mm. need money right now. There's a giant debt financed... Uh, corporate uh, uh, combination going on here between Warner and Discovery. They're cash strapped. HBO Max subscriber numbers are not where they want them to be. The uh, theatrical uh, film business has not bounced back to pre-pandemic numbers. So they need money hard, okay? Two, James Gunn wants, and Peter Safran to a lesser extent, they want to put their stamp on DC. Right, they don't want to be saddled by films that other people. I should add, this treatment that Patty Jenkins turned in was co-written by Jeff Johns, mm, previous yeah. head of DC Films. Mm. Right, so, previous. Yes, previous, previous. Right, and so they're like, okay, cool. We don't want to. And of course, this movie wouldn't have even been made for another two years, yeah. deep into the the run of yeah. Gunn and Safran. Right, and so like they're like, yeah, we want to make our movies, right. not. Somebody else's movies. Right. Also, right? do did those two, Patty Jenkins and the Jeff Johns, and yeah. Jeff Johns, did they know? They don't really know what James and Peter have in plan, right? right. So it's like, 
here's my script, and it's like, okay, well, it, it truly just doesn't align with what we're doing. That's right. Then that, yeah. and, and, yeah. and like to go along with that, literally, the 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 same Hollywood Reporter article said that. Uh, Peter Safran and James Gunn have literally been like mm-hmm. in a mountain cabin in Aspen yes. for the last week coming up with their DC Bible that then next week they're going to present to um, uh, supervillain David Zasloff. We love making him. He has the last name kind of yeah. of a villain. Yeah. But Zasloff. The head of uh, Warner Discovery as like their 10-year plan for DC yeah. Films, kind of their new Bible. So like while they're making this, she turns in and it's like, there's no way those two things were going to yeah. align. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right? That would be like, hey, I know Kevin Feige and the Marvel team were working on something. I was working on something completely independent. I hope this fits. Well, probably not. I right? hope there's a lot of stuff that clearly we don't know because I don't want to demonize like Patty Jenkins for seeing her script no. and being like, no, I don't want to edit it because I am like, oh, I firmly understand how you feel, especially after 84 yeah. and everyone working on it. And you're like, here's my new stuff. It doesn't involve 84. And they're like, well, we have to acknowledge it. So you yes. have to acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's probably a lot of stuff we don't know. But these things are very hot. It's yes. hot tea. Yeah, and and the story is like like we said, like developing like ten minutes before we went on the air, we got the latest news. So uh, James Gunn today, and this article came out yesterday. Uh, James Gunn today tweeted, um, "There it Damn, is. Damn, look at all uh, that. Uh, look at that. Look at that. It's, it's, it's look a at longer that. thread, but like the gist of this John, is and kind of the <laughs> the key nut graph. He said some of that stuff was true, <laughs> some of that stuff was false, and some of that stuff we don't know if it's true or false yet. I like that. Right? Um, jam tomorrow, jam yesterday, but never, never ever jam, jam today. today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, you know, he's, uh, and, and this is this is what happens in Hollywood, right? Like different camps are like, well, my side of the story is this, mm-hmm. my side of the story is that, and the truth is probably somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Also, like, they haven't even presented their plan to their boss Literally. yet, yeah. right? Literally. So like, I like to imagine they were up in the cabin today. They got their printed edition of the Hollywood Reporter <laughs> over morning. You know, they just killed a, a buck. They're, yeah, they're dressing it down. You so say they they, they're field dressing the buck. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, Peter and James is field field dressing the buck, and they're reading it, and they're like, "No, yes. we have to get to Wi-Fi so we can tweet." <laughs> they spit some. They spit some elk blood out there. <laughs> oh my god! They, yeah, they seem like the kind of uh, uh, blood hungry, hard hitting. Uh, Man, uh, alpha baby. males. Um, but so the other part of his, his tweets that I think are most intriguing, and this is going to be the fun part of where we can extrapolate what this means going forward for DC films, right? He said, the one thing I could say is that we can't make everybody happy all the time. Mm-hmm. We can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. And that everything we do is done in the service of the story and in the service of the DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. There it is. Um, so that's great. We're giving these characters and the stories the time and the attention they mm. deserve. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, that's really nice. Um, <laughs> Real nice. I, I, we hope that's Good true. job. We hope that's true. We cherish yeah, yeah. those characters. We do want to see them well served. So, uh, again, a quick um, overview of the landscape of DC films. Uh, the Flash, Aquaman 2, Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Those movies are basically done. Mm. They're coming out. They're coming out in the next 12 months. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods, I think, is May... Uh, Flash, maybe the summer. Is it's July, June 16th. June, thank you. And uh, I think I messed up the. the Did you say the Blue Beetle? Blue Beetle's also right. done and coming out. Thank you. And, and in theaters, right? Because that was yeah, yeah, right. I think, I think Seeing is believing. Supervillain Zaslav says everything's got to be Everything's got to be theaters. And then Aquaman is like the final uh, slated in production anything DC movie that's coming out in December, almost exactly a year from now. So, sorry. Please. To me, 
the way the only way you get people to go to theaters to see these movies unless they are direct fans of the property is two ways. One, you guarantee that there is some connection to the future of DCU with it, or you present it as this is the conclusion of this. It, uh, somehow you edit together whether you have to go Edward Scissorhands two or three of the movies, you make Aquaman two the conclusion, right? Because otherwise, how do you get people to go see these movies that are essentially standalone yeah. films that have no... When, when you're pitching it as a connected universe. Now, if it was just a separate Aquaman movie like The Batman, The Aquaman, then yeah, you'd get me out and I'd go see it. But like Aquaman 2 is ostensibly a worthless sequel now because if there's a new... No, I'm not saying it's worthless, but it's, I'm yeah. saying oh, you could look at it from the lens that and, it is. And, I mean, it doesn't matter. And, and Warner and DC is certainly hoping that, A, these movies are great. And again, the rumor is the Flash movie is incredible. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the other movies we don't know. We haven't heard as much. But um, that these will make a ton of money even if there's no hope for sequels afterwards. Right. Even if they can't put a post-credit scene that teases mm, more right. characters or something but like that. But I think that, that's right? where you could just say, like, the, the conclusion of this generation of DC yes. films is Aquaman 2 or yeah. whatever. And, and it's like, and then... That would be so the, sad. Much like <laughs> comic books have, I mean, sometimes very maligned rebirths and new 52s and whatever. It's like, you just make new yeah. MC, new DCU. And, and I would like that, but wouldn't you have to take out the cameos? The little yes. So we know cameo. that some cameos by both Jason Momoa and Henry Cavill were shot for The Flash, mm -hmm. right? They're going to be, we kind of are in this weird period. We're in this post-Snyder, but continued Snyderverse yeah, period. I, right? I, I think their drive to put out this Flash movie despite all the, you know, off-screen shenanigans uh, terribly, Shenanigans. terribly soft word to use. Say shenanigans again. Illegal activity. But it sounds like, from what we've heard too, like the Flash movie is their like multiverse explainer. It's their no way home. Kind once of, they, yeah. once they put that out, then all of these things can make sense. Yeah. But I also think DC is fine with these things not making sense, right? They're pushing forward Matt Reeves' Batman, Look. and they might also make another Batman and uh, have Batman animated series <laughs> and Batman audio series. And hey, like, hey, hey, I have it doesn't nothing matter. against that. Yeah. I yeah. love the Batman. Yeah. 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 And by and, the way, the, Batman the audio series is a banger. That's right. And and one thing we know is that they're not going to touch the Matt Reeves, Robert yeah. Pattinson Batman. Yeah. That sequel's getting made. They're not touching it. They're letting him do his thing. The Todd Phillips Joker yeah, sequel, Joker. not touching it, letting them do their thing. Um, so here's, here's what I want to say going forward. Let's assume, again, Warner Brothers likes making money, but uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran don't want to make movies that are somebody else's deal. They want to make yeah. movies that are their deal, which makes sense. You want to be, they're going to be held accountable. Yeah. In a mm -hmm. couple years, when it's time to continue their contract or fire them, you know, they're going to look at the movies that were made and judge mm. them based on that. Uh, and you don't want to be judged on other people's work. You want to be yeah. judged on your own work. Sure. Um, so let's assume that after these, yeah. this next year of movies that are already in the can and slated to come out, we will not see Henry Cavill as Superman again. We will not see uh, Ezra Miller as The Flash. We will not see probably uh, Zachary Le Levy as, uh, is it Levi or Levi? Levy? Levy? Shazam. We won't see that dude. I think it's Levi. Levi, thank you. We won't see that dude as Shazam. And we won't see Jason Momoa as Aquaman, okay? Now, we... Again, we have yet to hear about what's the first movie that's going to be greenlit that will be from Gunn and Safran. Um, so, do we think there is any chance that any of those characters or those franchises could be rebooted by Gunn and Safran? The thing is, 
I want them to do that. Mm. <laughs> I want them to do that with Wonder Woman. I want them to do that with Superman. Yeah. I would love them to do it with the Justice League entirely because I want the Justice. I I mean, we can get rid of the Justice League altogether, but I love the Justice League. Yeah. Um, and I want to see them done again, and I would love to see them done a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so I want that, but I also I'm holding on to Shazam for now. I'm Ooh. still holding on to Shazam, especially because they yeah. already have the sequel yeah. lined Shazam up, so it's already so coming separate out. Separate from the DCU yeah. as it was, the least touched by yeah, yeah. Snyder. Yeah. And then yeah. the thing is, if the sequel comes out, they can just be like, okay, now yeah. it's done. We did a sequel, <laughs> like we did yeah. it. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it would be insane to say that Warner Brothers will never make a Superman movie again. Right. He's the number one or two most famous hero right. in the world, yep. right? They're, they're going to go back to it eventually. I mean, we saw how long, uh, even Marvel eventually had to do whatever they could to get mm -hmm. Spider-Man because, like, these iconic characters, you have to have them at some point. And we deserve another uh, Superman. And, like, I want to see the black Superman movie eventually right. get made right. uh, that they keep teasing for so long. Like, yeah, like, let's, they, they will reboot well, these Well, and you have to course. think, right, again, superhero movies cost so much to make and these studios are kind of built on the backbone of these big franchises. They need to be able to make a billion dollars. It's going to be tough to make a DC movie that can make a billion dollars that doesn't have Batman, doesn't have Superman. Doesn't have Wonder Woman. Doesn't have Aquaman, right? Like, we're going to talk about it. There's this rumor Jason Momoa is going to pivot to playing Lobo, which is badass, and we love the Lobo character. Do we think the, a Lobo movie can make as much money as an Aquaman movie? Um, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are we talking about Aquaman 3? Maybe. Yes. I Aquaman mean, 2? It, it almost Maybe certainly not. can't make as much money as, like, a Batman or a Superman I movie, say they right? make a Lobo-Aquaman movie team-up and have Momoa play both parts. Well, yeah. Like a pair of like, like a clumps yeah. style. <laughs> the reason I also say... Hercules! Hercules! The reason I also say maybe is because this will be a Lobo trailer by James Gunn. Uh, it will be under James Gunn, yeah, right? Okay. And we love James Gunn's trailers, and we love James Gunn's content. And I think that could potentially get a lot of people more than an Aquaman 3 or 2 could. Mm. Because it's like, we've seen that trailer, and it is, I, me and MT were talking about it, you know how Zack Snyder has his like CGI, it's kind of like sucker punch, like everything is sucker punch to the mm. movie. Um, it kind of felt like it was like, oh, it's all dark tones. It's like, it's all right, I guess. But if we saw Lobo, James Gunn, like it would be very fun trailer. I yeah. think it would be very salsa. Absolutely. And I think like it was pointed out in this article that like what made James Gunn's name is he took characters, lesser known Marvel characters, right? Oh, Nobody had any of the Guardians of the Galaxy them. in their top 10 most famous, most popular, whatever mm -hmm. uh, comic characters. And he made Guardians huge franchise movies. Now there's a Groot and a Rocket Raccoon walking mm -hmm. around Disneyland and there's people got, you know, Gamora t-shirts on right and left, things like that, right? He Same with Suicide Squad with like Polka Dot Man. Yeah. It was like, no one knew who that character was. Yeah. Calendar Man, no one and, really and cared. And he, you know, he's a quirky director. He loves misfits and anti-heroes and weirdos, right? <laughs> weirdos. I don't think anybody's describing Superman as any of those terms. Right, right. That is true, yeah. um, that is true. So Amen. like, yeah, Amen. what could he do with a character like Lobo? What could he do with a character like Dead Man, right? Like some of these uh, lesser known weird characters, even amongst the Green Lantern Corps, there's a lot of weirdos and different kind of characters in there. Yeah. But you know whatever his plan is, it needs to include some of these huge, huge It's got to. And I characters. think he has to bring in filmmakers that, that are good at handling these kind of monolithic heroes that are like huge... Superman, you can't really mess with the character too much, yeah. right? Like you saw even when they made him brooding, it was like people didn't like it. They wanted Christopher Reeve Superman. So you got to bring in someone that can kind of handle that 
type of thing. And then let James Gunn, you know, he can oversee the whole world and like, like let him make a Lobo movie, like you said, or let him make a Dead Man movie, or let him make, you know, uh, a Zantana, you know, Vegas street, you know, strip music, not strip, Vegas strip. Oh boy, a Vegas stripping review. No, yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I think that's a swap thing or whatever. That's a great point, Tommy, because like we know James Gunn can't make all these DC movies. They're they're going to want to put out two, three, four movies a year. Obviously, he can't make that many. So like, who's he going to get on board? Who's the first signing? Who's the first? I say he coaches the Russo brothers. I say he steals them from Marvel and gives them the justice. Jessica's got an idea. I say go off, go off, go off. Get Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Hand yeah. oh, him something. the keys to a, a big DC give franchise. A, to give him a direct, or even if oh my, I just want even if it's a series, even if it's like Peacemaker, give him one episode. Mm. Give him one episode, mm. action wise, fighting wise. I think he'd do really good choreography. I mean, they might need to take some risks, right? Mm. Marvel has scooped up a lot of the big directors. Star Wars has got some people on board, right? Like. They're gonna have to reach out to somebody. I see um, Greta Gerwig, fresh off of Barbie, <laughs> put her fresh right onto a Bobby. DC film. Yeah, Here wow. we go. Let's go. Uh, what happened to the table sheet? Uh, we had you to hide ju- it for, well, for Christmas. What happened was you it got, it got ripped apart. <laughs> I've been trying. You, to... you accidentally ripped some pretty hateful speech into this. <laughs> no, so, no, I'm, just, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, we're we're looking forward to. I think the next week, two weeks, mm. is going to have a ton more news about this. Right? We'll find out what happens in this meeting between. Gunn and Safran and David Zaslav. We'll find out, like maybe some some stuff will come out. Maybe they'll make an official announcement about what their Bible says about the mm-hmm. future of DC. We're gonna hear about yeah. what's that first movie they greenlight. They gotta start working on it now. They only have movies for the next 12 months and then they got nothing after that. So they gotta have something in the, in the works. I really know? hope we're going to Comic-Con this year because I feel like DC's gonna have a panel. And it's San gonna Diego? Be, it's gonna be like that panel where they first started doing the, the yeah, San Diego Comic, they first started doing the Marvel timeline graphics yes. where they're like, and is this going to be James Gunn oh, coming time. out and just being like, isn't that going to be sick if, boom, if like Feige, boom. James Gunn yeah, gets big. up there in Hall H yes. and, and he's walking out big movie stars, he's walking yeah. out big directors. Oh. Yes. Um, by the I way, I don't think I can be there in public. Because <laughs> you'll be passing out or, or whatever. Jessica will be uh, back in the room uh, taking notes. Uh, we will be at San Diego Comic Con this year. And hey, if you have another Comic Con that you that you're working on, that yeah. you're a part of, that you're an organizer of, let us know. We want to get out there. We had an awesome time at LA Comic Con. All four of us. Eric Voss, Jay Washington. Yeah. We were all at LA Comic Con last weekend and had an incredible time. A ton of people showed up for our panel. Yeah. We were walking the floor. Or if you just have a live theater venue that you want us to mm-hmm. come to, you know what? We're all trained professionals out here. You want me to do five minutes of stand up? Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. do it. I can only do an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a Chappelle. I got to be smoking cigarettes yeah. and I need an hour to ramble. And save it. We do a traveling production of Noises Off that yes. is quite, oh quite impressive. Quite <laughs> impressive. upstairs, downstairs oh, type yeah. of comedy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, real quick. Uh, that, that's things that are in the future that we're looking forward to. You know what's in the immediate future we're looking forward to? Tomorrow on mm. this show, we are mm. having our annual holiday party. Our first annual holiday party. Annual holiday party. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, they won't let us do it more than once a it's year. Okay. <laughs> uh, 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 but we'll be, we'll be celebrating. We'll be dressed up. The, this place is going to be crazy decorated. And uh, bartender Tommy is going to be serving some specialty cocktails Brought to you by our good friends at Iconic Cocktails. That's right. Um, the, That's the, right. the focus on this camera will be great. But um, I'm actually wearing one of their shirts. Yes, yeah. I have that shirt. It's one of their uh, cactus wren uh, recipe. But um, they make these awesome, uh, super high quality cocktail mixers. And they include recipes. You just put in your favorite booze, and, and uh, you get these really great 
delicious cocktails. We're going to be making, a, we actually have two signature drinks we developed in, uh, in collaboration with Iconic Cocktails. Yes. The Quantum Manhattan, that is a, uh, a Manhattan made with uh, their Cranberry Thyme mm. uh, mixer uh, in honor of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm. And then uh, we're doing a uh, Nowhere to Go mocktail, mm. non-alcoholic cocktail, made with their bitter orange tonic uh, and iced tea. Uh, and I have, really and I have promised personally to only marginally sample the drinks before, <laughs> before the show starts. Well, I'm not driving tomorrow, so you can make me a hefty oh pour. Oh my god! Well, oh. and, and what we've—it's uh, office policy based on some previous drinking excursions <laughs> that we just can't pre-party. But if you tune in tomorrow, you know yeah. about minute. 48, yeah. minute 52, things might be getting pretty lit. That's when these iconic cocktails are really going to kick in. That's where, not to quote Natalie Cole, but you start hearing my grown-up Christmas list. <laughs> what a, an obscure Natalie Cole quote, Tommy. I don't even know that one. Google uh, it, guys. Okay. Google it. It's um, a great song. But, Can you sing uh, it? <laughs> Do you remember me? I sat upon your knee. Oh, oh wow. I like that. Very sexy. Okay. Um, but hey, we want to thank our, our friends at Iconic Cocktails for <laughs> helping us like put it. this party together and for sending me this uh, shirt. Yes. Uh, you should order their stuff. They make delicious <laughs> mixers. They're great gifts. It's a good time of year to be sending your friends uh, some fancy cocktail gifts. Uh, you get 20% off your order Holy when you use cow. our code NEWROCKSTARS mm -hmm. at IconicCocktail.com. Nice. Uh, you should visit IconicCocktail.com for a recipe. They've got a ton of awesome drink yes. recipes on there, a big catalog of them. Uh, and uh, you'll be supporting our show. Before we move on, Zach, I just want to say, I believe you may have mentioned it, but a reminder, you do have the recipes for the drinks we are making are in the description yes. for this video. So you right? can drink along with us. Yeah. yeah. And you know I'm stealing one of these for the, for the road when I go back to Rochester to warm those cold Rochester nights that I'll be having. <laughs> Warming those nights. Manhattan. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, well, it's not just DC news today, folks. Let's get into some other headlines. Yay! Oh my gosh. Uh, I forgot to put this one in the script, but Michelle Yeoh has been cast in the upcoming Wicked movie. Whoa. And she just did an interview where she's like, I mean, I know Wicked is a movie, but she's like, I can't do live theater. I have too much stage fright. She was like, Aww. but that's, but evidently is she can say, she sing? another take. I don't know. I don't know. Have we heard oh, it? actually she does remember. She sings uh, briefly, I think, in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, she does sing a little bit right? in that movie. Eric, doesn't she sing? She can sing. She Eric, 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 can you sing? Oh, Eric I don't know if they got picked up, but Eric, 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 Eric just belted in the uh, background. So we'll, wow. we'll keep an eye on any more casting news for the Wicked movie. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Will Is they that, make who's it? Who's playing Elphaba in that movie? I believe uh, Ariana, Grande Ariana Grande are like both. Is Adina Menzel in it? Uh, I'm sure they will have her appear. Small in role. It. Maybe. Pulling a Christina Maybe. Ricci and Wednesday. Maybe she might uh, kill one of the other stars Listen, to take their part. I don't know. I love musical theater. I, I love musicals, confirmed. but for some reason this entire time, I kept thinking, even when I told you about Michelle Yeoh, I was thinking Into the Woods. Oh. oh okay. And now I'm like, oh, it's wicked. It's wicked, you know. Similar, similar fairy she's tale gonna, kind of vibe. She's gonna it's play okay. the Ram Teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I think she will play, <laughs> not the Ram Teacher. Yeah. She'll play the, the, the teacher man. who gets her to do magic and then eventually starts working for the Wizards. Yeah, he was a goat. Yeah, no, no, what, what is There's the a female song? teacher and a male teacher. The male was the goat? Yes. Jeff Goldblum is gonna be in this. It's gonna, they're splitting up. Of course, uh, for folks that don't know, this is one of the most successful Broadway musicals of all time. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're doing a two, they're splitting up into two films. Oh, thank God, there's a Wicked Cinematic the, Universe. What, yes. two, two VHS the first, tapes? The first film will be coming out in 2020.
2024, and I believe yeah. the second one in 2025. And yeah. remember, it was the classic song. I'm a wicked witch, <laughs> and I'm here to that's say, that's well, I love casting spells in a major <laughs> way. Alakazam, Alakazam, these wicked witches are so bizarre. Shuba duba da, ba ba ba. It's the same song you sing for well, the cat. Wait a second, I have a question. Yeah. Don't Google wicked pictures, by the way. Separate. <laughs> okay, don't. All right. That was your question. Yeah. Uh, it was well, a warning. If, it was if, a staunch warning. If Leah Michelle is going to be it, someone better uh, record her lines for her on tape. Oh, come on. Next headline. Okay. Next headline. Just come before on. we went live today, the Daily Mail started posting a series of set photos from the Acolyte, the upcoming Star Wars series oh, set in 132 BBY. That's before the Battle of Yavin at the end of the High Republic. Look at that. Uh, we didn't pull all the pics. We don't want to spoil everything, but there's a Wookiee in it. Look at this with a top knot. Wookiee boy. I, I uh. thought he was wearing a Lakers jersey. Also, person. like <laughs> <laughs> he's the new starting <laughs> forward for the Lakers. LeBron. <laughs> Did the Wookiees used to wear clothes? And then they were like, screw yeah. this. We're not doing this anymore. Oh, like, they can't see my dong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're big fans of Bandoleros. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, he put his hair on a, a top knot. I do like Ari that. on a uh, ponytail. What? Yeah, and yeah, in, in like one that. photo we weren't able to grab, um, Daphne Keene yes. is cast in this series, and there was a photo released of her. She now, has cornrows. And Daphne Keene, the little girl from Logan, yes. is a grown-ass woman. It's like, how does time passes way too fast? She was this tall, and now she's like a full-sized adult now. That's how I feel about The Last of Us. I did not know that was the little girl from Game of Thrones. Yeah. I did not. And I was like, that can't be. I was like, there's no world. She's a mom, right? No one grows up. No one grows up. Here's the headline. People grow up. Uh, (laughs) Next headline, Zoe Saldana. Savage, bro. Zoe Saldana, uh, you know, when we were doing our Gamora death, uh, I would give Gamora's death five yandus now. Yeah, it's going up. It's going up every day. I think this might be the end of the final cut of the movie. (laughs) This might be the end of Gamora. As uh, Zoe Zaldana as Gamora. She uh, spoke out in it uh, about in an interview about, if you remember an Instagram post from last February where she was holding the Guardians of the Galaxy script uh, for volume three and she was in Gamora makeup. Uh, in this interview, she said Marvel security made her take the post down. And she also said, quote, I really enjoy working with filmmakers that don't underestimate my intelligence and know that I am an adult. I will be discreet. It is as important to me as it is for him or her that I don't let these scripts out of my sight. Okay, Zoe, look here. Well, and she was also complaining that, like, they don't let them have the scripts for a long time. And sometimes it's on an iPad and they take it away. And and, and to be fair, she sounded a little better when you read the full quote. In context, she's like, I take myself sometimes too serious. I'm this very serious actress. Mm. I want to be able to study the lines and memorize them and research them. And literally, sometimes for these Marvel actors, they get to look at it in a locked room on an yeah. iPad, and then they take the script the away from is, them. You know? The thing is, that sucks, but weird fans like us, yes. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be us. We're not the ones that are going to break in, no, we don't do fake leaks, an assistant to yeah. Zoe Saldana and steal the yeah. freaking thing. But some people do. <laughs> some it's people also, do. like, I get her point, like, oh, they made me take down my Instagram posts. But, but if they said, like, hey, please don't take any pictures of the script yeah. ever, it's like people who go to the Grand Canyon and lead over the rails for, yeah. for the gram. Like, Zoe, yeah. you don't got to do it for the gram. I guess I'm just mad. At, I, or I'm not mad. I just don't like her being like, they're, they're coming for my intelligence. It's like, mm. it's not that. It's yeah. just that fans are sometimes willing to go and also to be like, to I'm not going to break the rules, and then you broke the rule, and it's like, but that's how yeah. they have but to But I be. didn't like that when I broke the rule, they told me not to. Well, Eric made me take down an Instagram post <laughs> once because I shared his blood type. Mm. Okay, mm. that's weird. Uh, well, we've talked about, Luis Aldana <laughs> has been it? in three franchises. More. Long, at least three. But like, 
right, Star Trek films, obviously the Guardians movies, and like she's appeared, right, in both. She's in the Pirates franchise. Pirates, well, just in one of those. But she's then, in the and, Nina then Simone. and then Avatar, mm-hmm. right? Like that's 16 years apart. This woman has done so many big blockbuster movies where she's against a green screen. She's a little over it. We need to come up with a term for the opposite of a thirsty thespian. <laughs> yeah. Like she's full. She's yeah. she's had well, too she much still water. Wants to you know? act. She's a satiated superstar. Yeah, and I think that's part of it. She's like, I want to do. Go to stage she wants to. She wants to do. She wants to do Meryl Streep. Be in the stuff, Wicked you know? movies, she Zoe. Wants to be, she Go wants to, to UCB. Take an improv class. <laughs> Teach an improv hey, class. You know what? Come on the show. Maybe hosting is yeah. your future. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, maybe we might break down honest. a trailer like Jessica and I in our three hundred thousand view oh. Transformers trailer. Oh, Watch that video if you haven't already. Uh, next headline, folks: Avatar is going to be played on broadcast television for the first time ahead of the release the of Way of Water. The, the, the first, first one. Oh yeah, this is the first time That's this has not, been on television. Broadcast. Three hours. Broadcast television. Yeah, uh, it, so the movie is 162 minutes, if you don't remember. It's going to air on uh, the ABC network on December 11th in a 210-minute block. What? That's three and a half hours. Uh, That's a lot of ads. A few commercial interruptions. Yeah. Uh, and a then it's also going to air on FX a couple times after that. So they're putting it on TV. Uh, ABC has got three and a half hours to give up easily. They've only got so many episodes of wait, Abbott Elementary. Wait, but they could minute, rerun the season finale from last year. You know what I'm saying, dog? ABC Family does the 25 Days of Christmas. Right. We're putting it on pause for this. Well, this, no, is, this is ABC, ABC proper. Oh, okay. America's you guys almost had a heart attack. I said, I Don't can't worry, you're 25 Days of Christmas. Ooh. They're going to put little uh, Santa hats on the Navi. Oh, <laughs> they're going to say, I see you on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to plug their hair into Christmas trees. Uh, Brandon. And then they That's light up like Christmas lights. That's Brandon. how they have sex with their hair. Yeah, so they're messing with the, they're having sex with the Christmas tree. We, I guess so. Do we, we get a confirmation of that movie? It's been a couple years since I've seen Avatar. Do they have genitals? In their oh, hair yeah. braids. It's, it's just in the hair, quiggly. but not, not in the groin. Are I they think in the groin? No, because they showed them pregnant. Yeah, those are definitely. It doesn't come out of the hair. Maybe it opens up like the creature in Shape of Water. You know mm. what I'm saying? Where mm. it was a cone mm. and it comes up in like that. Um, so maybe similar to what Tommy said earlier about Googling, don't Google Do they have Navi nipples? genitals. <laughs> I want to know if they have nipples. Guys, so just DM me directly. I'll show you my artwork. Okay. <laughs> uh, next headline, Google and Bathu Rod, the actor who plays Ravona Renslayer on the Loki yes. series, had some interesting things to say about Loki season two in an interview with ET online, formerly the publication Entertainment Tonight. Mm. Okay. She said fans, uh, she said, quote, fans in Loki, Oh, sorry, I, I wrote this wrong. She said that uh, in Loki, Ravona is power, a powerful presence and that Renslayer makes it out of the TVA, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and this really got us thinking about what's going on with Ravona in the show. Because the last we saw her in the season finale, she walks through that time door, uh, and this is before He Who Remains is killed. Uh, and when Loki comes back to the TVA, she's obviously not there, but Mobius is there, Hunter B-15 is there, and they're brains are different, they don't recognize Loki, everything looks different. So I, I take this to mean that like whatever happened to them didn't happen to her. Yeah. Yeah. Her brain was not white. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's, That's crazy she hasn't that been changed. out in the world with her full mind of what yeah. right. TV So like is. her and Loki are kind of the only two people yeah. like that that mm-hmm. we know of, right? Yeah, and Sylvia, I guess. Sylvia. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Sylvia wasn't there either. And it, I, I remember wild. right before she leaves, she said she's going to find the truth or going to find I forget what she said she was going she's to find. She's looking for Minutes. Yeah, yeah she but she's looking for something. Ass. So here's a question I have for, for you fine folks. Do you, is Ravona Renslayer going to be aligned with Kang in all of this? Or do you mm. think she's out to, mm. to stop Kang since her whole reality was shattered 
when she learned the truth and that it was all she thought those, those weird three statues, she thought those were her boss. She bought That's into right. it. She, she didn't know bought, about the man yeah. behind the curtain. No. Well, to be, uh, and I, when I say to be fair, I mean, the, okay, listen, Be fair. So, uh, to be fair, um, they, so, uh, Kang died, right? Mm-hmm. And it altered the timeline. And that's where we wake up and we see the new statue of him right. in the middle of the TVA, right? So would that affect her as well? Like the situation, like everything resetting and now they're like, oh, the TVA is fine, it's back to normal. Would that affect her? I don't think, if she wasn't there in in the TVA in, in space. That, in that timeline. Yeah, it, is, it doesn't oh, she, affect her. Okay, so she's she back to being a public school teacher. <laughs> I don't even know if she's that. I think she would be aligned with Kang, but only because I, I want her with Kang eventually. But <laughs> I think it's also that like, you be with now Kang that the timeline has changed, maybe there was there, there that three statue presence is no longer there. It's just Kang. She's like, oh, I can align with these. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this guy hates the other guy that started the entire trend. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah that's interesting because like, even if she does feel a sense of betrayal, like oh, I was misled this whole time. There was mm-hmm. this guy behind those three statues manipulating me, but that guy's gone. Yeah. Yeah. This is another version of that guy, so I'm not yeah. mad at this version. Right. Um, I'll say this. I'm Gaga for Goo Goo, mm. and I... Uh, <sighs> I'm leaving. No, 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 stay, stay, stay. <laughs> I think we're missing the point. The, the strange bedfellows. Who are the two people that can remember everything? Loki and Renslayer. Ooh. They don't like each other, mm. but guess what? They just might need each other. Ooh. Well, well and Loki and might need her to help fix that's Mobius what I'm saying. and B-15. She still knows the building inside and out. There's just some new decorations. Yeah. Guess what? I, I will say... Put new posters up on your some wall. People, some people have pointed out the strength of a Marvel series is often correlated with the ship ability of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the romantic thing yeah. at its core or the quasi-romantic like thing. Like Obviously, WandaVision had a great one, yeah. right? Between Wanda and Vision. Um, what if, and you know, Loki and Sylvie had like this weird kind of kissing oh, cousins yeah. kind of fun. They're not cousins. cousins. They're cousins. They're, they're like the same cousins. person. They're like not the same person. Kissing cousins. But you think it's kissing. just two people kissing with no yeah, similar and, DNA? And don't you think the weirdness kept like them that. from leaning all the way into it? Whereas they could totally lean into uh, Renslayer and Loki. Loki. Like they could be straight up getting it on. Ren Loki. You can get it on with Sylvie. Ren Sloki. Ren Sloki. Ren Sloki. Ren Sloki is a good name. Hashtag Ren Sloki. Is this the hashtag sign? Revoki? Uh, Revoki. Renslayer? Ren, Ren Sloki Kang. It's a, it's a thruple. Oh, it's a thruple. Uh, Sylvie in it. We did have GSU Eagle 117 send in a super chat saying, Hey everyone, are you guys going to be watching the Game Awards right after? Oh. Uh, the Game Awards are tonight, uh, the video game's biggest no. night. Uh, but we are watching for one thing, yes. and that's that Jedi Survivor trailer trailer that's coming out, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. But who? Uh, we're very excited to see that. I think that actually drops at 4.30 Pacific. It's going to drop right before the Game Awards. Nary, that's nearly a, a quarter, it's, three quarters of an hour from it, now. It's coming that's up real quick. Uh, but perfect. I think they were also said they were going to have like gameplay footage of that game mm. at the Game Awards. Uh, there was also a tweet that this is going to be like the shortest Game Awards in a very long time. Not that much. They're tightening up like, the show a little bit. Drop, but the Fortnite se- tra- chapter, I can't remember what number, just dropped the trailer for it. Ooh. So maybe they'll be a new Fortnite that. trailer. <laughs> They'll be doing that, and I'll be we, doing this dance. We are <laughs> expecting some big game stuff next year. No. There's a lot of big no. games that overlap with the, no, the new Rockstars uh, yeah. universe, yeah. right? Some kind of comics-y games. And you want that trailer broken down, you tweet at us. Maybe 
your boy goes back to the gaming world and breaks down Jedi Survivor for you. Maybe hey. I do that. Maybe I do that for you. Maybe I'm the king of games on this channel now. Huh? Are we gonna have to bring, king. Are we gonna have to fly your nephew out here so he can beat the game? Probably. For you? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should. Oh my, my nephew James is gonna have to come out here and show me how to beat the puzzles. <laughs> Hear me? It's yeah, Tommy, yeah. It's Tommy in the video, but these tiny hands through his shirt, <laughs> just, just going, hey, 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 the whole time. We should all fly out our nephews to help us play these games. Oh, yeah, my yeah. nephew Julius would be so good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. James Hi, Julius. and Julius, they should have their own show. The JJ. The JJ game. And it'll just be me, you, but J yeah. J you guys get the point. Uh, we'll boss them around. Uh, super chat from Here for the Cookies saying in to the tune of Silent Night. To, to be, be fair. fair. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and Quentin also sent in a super chat. Kenny, hey, thank Kenny you, Quentin. Quentin. Uh, and Fly, Fly Ninja 808 was sent in a super chat when we were talking about all the DC stuff. Mm. Saying it, it all made sense because they don't, they don't want to confirm anything in the Snyderverse as canon anymore. I, and they are also hoping to see Momoa as Lobo. Ooh. I, Loboa. Say, I say that in my real theory. Lobo. And that's what I meant when I was talking about the DC stuff. I was like, yeah, it seems like when you're trying to start fresh and move on, it's like the Snyderverse was a big portion of that. And so you gotta, gotta cut ties. Yeah. Right? And, and, cut ties. and the last thing, from all the lies. One thing I forgot to mention in, in that discussion too, right? Like we are assuming all these signature actors are done with these franchises and they won't want them back. There's a case to be made for like Hemsworth, like how uh, Chris Hemsworth pivoted from uh, Thor the Dark World to Thor Ragnarok. Mm. That was almost like a reboot of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally it different was, tone. It was. What if they did the That's same true. thing with Henry Cavill, yeah. right? What if we That's got true. Henry Cavill as Superman, but in a totally different That's vibe? True. Yeah, That's this, true. this Flash That's movie true. could really just reset things in a good way. And I, I'm all for, you know, what Marvel has done is very impressive. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of studios have tried to copy that formula and to varying degrees of success. Yeah. I'm fine with a world of comic stories that are just, I can put wrap my head around the idea that when Batman takes off his mask, he's a different face. And But, you know, the idea of just these characters and telling these stories, yeah. when we read comic books, the art changes all the time. The power sure. sets change and, all and the time. And don't we want to live in a world where every other year we get a Batman movie and a Superman movie? I think, yes. Please, honestly, okay, I'm never going to be over Batman. I don't know why. I just can't. Yeah, I would love it all the time. I'd love one every year. Yeah, um, I, I guess it comes... I guess it comes down also to the fact, like, I would be okay with them kind of doing the reboot, but it's the same people. Yeah. It's just going to rely on the acting. Yeah. And if the acting's not there for your role in the mm. reboot, take me to camera four. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not having it. There Ooh. it is. You heard it. Let's take an acting, acting exercises. Uh, You're Batman class. and I'm the Riddler. Real quick, we got a, we got a last second <laughs> super chat uh, from Austin Long. This is my favorite panel of rock stars. Oh, oh thank you. you. He's heading on vacation to South Carolina tomorrow, so I'm going to listen to this go at on 5 a.m. in the Bruce Chicago Airport. Oh, yeah. Uh, take a shirt off. Thank you, Austin. O'Hare or Midway, because there's a big difference. Big difference. Big difference. O'Hare, they got you walking miles to get to those Go buy Gardettos. Get yourself some nice pop. Yeah, is that the one I was going to say? Get oh, the cheddar yeah. caramel mix, baby. Gross. Yeah. E even oh, it's John Garrett. said Sorry, it's Sorry, I got Gardettos. Gardettos is the chip bag. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, go to go to the uh, Hudson News and get a Gardettos yeah. chip bag. Go to the Hudson <laughs> News and get a Playboy. Come on, Austin. Treat <laughs> yourself. Can you get Playboy at the airport? I don't know. No, not anymore. It's, it's all, it's it's all real, digital now. It's a real power move to pull that out and, and, and coach. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this November, the plane's going down. 
<laughs> I gotta get to the cartoon. I can't die before I see the Shell Silverstein cartoon. In, in coach, I'd be so mad. But can you close that? No, no. So do they do they have a print Playboy anymore? No, they they stopped doing print. Uh, they they're, di- they're online only. How they, do you know so much? They did perfect? stop. They did stop doing nudity for a little while, but they've Brandon's gone back. Oh, they're back. How about Hustler? They make that now. Uh, Hustler does whatever they want. Send in your old Hustlers, guys. PO Box six nine six nine. I'm sure you can get like a Victoria's Secret catalog. Oh yeah. Also, oh, I have plenty of those. Uh, hey, we thank you you're all so much for watching. Everybody that's in the super chat, everybody that was in the chat, everybody that's been watching all week long. Uh, come back tomorrow for our special holiday episode. We've got some other fun stuff planned. There'll be some probably some special guests you might recognize. Oh. Oh. Sorry, it's me. And maybe a big man with a beard hey, doing yo. some stuff that's unpredictable. And Santa Tom or me. Uh, both? <laughs> Who's to uh, say? Uh, like and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, hey, check out NewRockStarsMerch.com if you're looking for holiday gifts for your friends and family. Jessica's rocking one of our I special am. hoodies right now. It's a, it's a very comfortable, stylish Lucky hoodie. She's so cute. Fucking now. But otherwise, have a great uh, evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time it is. Let us get us. Bye. Bye. Bye.